Hello, beautiful souls, and welcome to the Rising with Phoenix Grace podcast. I'm Phoenix, and I created this podcast to have conversations that'll make us rise to the most powerful version of ourselves. The more you know and talk about the things that are pulling at your heart, the easier it is to rise into the person that you are supposed to be. And I know this because I've done it myself and have had conversations that have changed my life. So come along with me as we talk about this crazy thing called life, our bodies, our minds, and things that are a little bit woo. I'm so glad you're here. Let's get ready to rise. Hello, hello, beautiful souls. Thank you for being here for another episode of the Rising with Venus Grace podcast. As always, I'm just so excited to be here. I'm so grateful to be doing this podcast and to be back in the space, as I have said, and the downloads and the love that I have gotten over this last week of re-releasing the podcast has just been amazing. So I want to take a moment and just express pure gratitude for all of you who have listened to it, who support me, who stand by me, because I wouldn't have a podcast if nobody was listening to it. I would just have all of my voice memos that are saved from months and months and months. So I do really appreciate so much that I am received in this space and that you make me a part of your day. So thank you so much. Today's episode is all about traveling alone. And I know that I've gone into my travels, a lot of my travels in um, my episode about following your yes. And so I've touched on it a little bit about moving to places that I didn't really know anybody and starting over and everything, but traveling has always been such a huge part of my life. My parents road tripped a lot when we were younger, and then I took some bigger trips with my parents into my late teens and early 20s, going to Italy and Africa, and so traveling has just always kind of been a part of like my DNA, and I feel very fortunate that I have gotten to go all the places that I have And so, but recently over the last few years, I've been able to actually like travel by myself and sometimes that's going to see friends. And recently my last trip was actually just completely solo, which I'll get into in a few minutes, but it was so amazing. And there's this freedom that I feel traveling alone not just fully solo, but to just like go see my friends. I remember the first trip I took, my daughter was nine months old and I went back. It was kind of a short, just like a weekend trip back to Boise. But I remember like driving to the airport and being on the plane and I had taken by that time with her, I had already flown with her, I think four times, (laughs) at least, at least three times. And it's a lot, you know, if you're a parent traveling with children, it is a lot. There's so much stuff you have to take and logistics and, oh, just so many things. And so to be able to travel alone without my daughter for the first time, I just felt so much lighter and so free. And I only had to worry about myself and it was so nice. I had so much mental space. And then I got to my friend's house and I was like, oh, I'm going to sleep amazing and I didn't because my circadian rhythm was not used to that. 
but it still ended up just being a really fun weekend. I didn't have to work, work about like nap schedules or anything. I got to just be fully present with my friends and be there with them. And it was just really amazing. And so then 2020 happened, you know, and everything kind of shut down. And then I moved and I had only been to Michigan a few months And one of my good friends was in law school in Rhode Island, and I love New England. I'm pretty sure I touched on that in the following year, yes, about how much I love Nantucket and love, I'm actually looking at my picture of Nantucket right now on the wall. And so I flew to New England for the week to see two of my friends, to surprise one of them, and then to spend the weekend with my other friend. And this was when... I first started to also put effort into what I looked like when I traveled, which I talk about in the, you know, resilience through style episode about like feeling really good in what you wore. So I actually got like a matching roller bag and matching, um, carry on bag. And I felt really cute in what I was wearing and even that just gave me like the boost to get through like a long travel day of I always used to feel like I would wear like my rattiest sweatpants and like a hoodie and I would never have makeup on and I would get off a plane and I would just feel like a drowned rat and so I had this like air of confidence like walking through the airports heading to go see my friends and then it became a tradition of going over there every fall so except this year was the first year I haven't done it so I went three years in a row over to Rhode Island for anywhere between five to a week I did last year did the longest I was the longest I'd ever been away from my daughter and it was so freeing because for those days I just got to be me I got to stay up late I got to drink a little bit too much I just got to be an adult. And I think the thing that's so important too, once we become parents, is that our friendships kind of suffer. And so even when we go to see friends, if there's children around in any capacity, like we don't really get that quality time with one another to like really connect with one another. And so that's something that I really, really appreciated going on these trips was being able to have this time with my friends and with their babies too. I love loving on all my all my nieces and nephews. But I also had like the extra capacity where I could like help my friends with their kids or I had the extra capacity to like love on their babies because I wasn't being pulled in a million directions by my own. I almost said drained dry by my own. <laughs> But I realize that makes me not sound like the the best mother, but I think anybody who is a mom will relate that we can love our kids. I love my daughter more than anything else in this world, but it doesn't mean that being her mom sometimes is the most exhausting and draining thing that there is. So I just feel like that connection is something that I just loved. And I even loved more the times that there wasn't like a, like a strict timeline. I remember last year when I went over to Rhode Island, my friend had a job. I don't think her husband was there yet, who's also one of my best friends. And so I had like a whole day to myself. 
And since I'd been to her town three times, I knew my way around. I went for like a long leisurely stroll and went and sat by the ocean and went and got a coffee and then went and perused some shops and went back and took a nap. And just having that time, that really unstructured time, I feel like is also so important. And I'm making it so now when I take trips that I try not to actually plan every single little detail of. My mother always kind of instilled in me to like make the most of something while you're there. And so we would shove in like when we went to Africa, we shoved in so much stuff in that three weeks to the point that when I got home, people were like, oh my gosh, how was your trip? And I was like, I will tell you about it like in a week. I need some time. I need some time just to like not think about anything because we had been go, go, going for three weeks straight and 30 hour travel days and a 12 hour time difference and all of those things. So this year I knew since the divorce process had started, the only thing I wanted was to go to the ocean. It was such a place of solace for me when I lived on the islands that when I was having a bad day or a stressful day or whatever as soon as I could I would go and get in the ocean and as soon as my head went under the water everything went quiet and mother ocean just took it from me and it might have only lasted while I was in the ocean but as soon as I came out I was still more grounded than when I had showed up so for this last year I had just been craving water and I did a really good job over the summer of being in the water as much as possible the most I'd been in the three summers since I've been in Michigan and it did help a lot but there's something about salt water and if you're not a salt water enthusiast you're probably like no there isn't but there really is to me a very big difference between salt water and fresh water and not just because of the lack of critters in freshwater, but just, I mean, salt's very healing. This has been proven, but I think it's just being encompassed in something that is just so much bigger and it makes you feel small, but like in a good way. So I knew that I really wanted to get to the ocean and when our house sold and the money came through, I also wanted to finish, um, one of my tattoo sleeves. And so I had budgeted for a trip and I'd budgeted for tattoos. My tattoo artist from Hawaii ended up being located about an hour north of Virginia Beach. So I went, why not? Let's just combine the two of them and do a long weekend in Virginia Beach. So I put it into motion. Another thing that my mother had drilled into me was like, you find the cheapest of everything. I decided with this trip to throw that logic out the window. And so I got a nicer hotel than I normally would. I got an upgraded rental car because I like to be comfortable. And I made my tattoo appointments with the amazing tattoo artist, Brooks. And I will link him in my show notes because he is a master. He is so talented. I'm so grateful. The most beautiful piece of art I own is now on my body. Anyway, so I set off for Virginia Beach. And the day before I left, 
my ex-husband came with some news about that kind of changed the course of our plans moving forward as to when I would be leaving Michigan. They have since changed back, and so everything worked out the way that it was supposed to. But I remember looking at him going, none of this exists for the next four days. To me, nothing in Michigan existed for the next four days. I was going to go, and I was just going to be me, and I brought all these things to do. I don't know if anybody else does that, but I bring like so many things to do. I'm going to read. I brought three books. I brought my journals to type because I don't think I have announced this on the podcast yet, but I wrote a book about going through the divorce. And so I was going to type it all up because I hand journaled the first like nine months of it. And then all these things. I brought all these things to do. So it's time to leave. I take off. I'm dressed in a way that I feel really comfortable in. I fly through Chicago, which I'm very comfortable with at this time. We get to the gate in Chicago, or I say we because it was these two ladies I was sitting next to, and they come on and they're like, oh, we're going to be finding a different plane for you because you're playing something's wrong. And I was like, oh, no, like I'm not even going to get there till late. And then they came back and they're like, oh, no, the plane's fixed. And I looked at the this girl and her mom and I was like, so we could possibly die. Like the plane was broken. Now it's fixed. Okay. So get off the plane in Virginia Beach. And as we're flying in, and this is something that I feel like is so important when it comes to traveling, is, again, the realization that you're so small. So we're flying into Norfolk, Virginia. I've never been there before, and I'm looking at all of the houses. I can also see the ocean, and I'm immediately ecstatic. But I'm looking at all these houses we're flying over, and I'm in my head going, there's a million people down there, like, living their lives. And it just made me kind of take the focus off of what was going on in my life and being like, how much does any of this really matter? So we get to Norfolk, we land, and I just have like the biggest smile on my face because I am just so excited to be there. And I'm walking through the airport and like all these people are smiling back at me and I'm just like, yes, this is going to be great. I get to the rental car counter the nicest lady was helping me and she was like, oh, and there's an air show. I am a sucker for air shows. I love planes. And she's like, this weekend, and I'm like, oh, perfect. Like this, I didn't even plan that. Like what an added bonus. And she's like, yeah, they fly right by the beach. So you'll see them from your hotel. You don't have to deal with all the traffic. So she was so helpful. Everybody was so nice. And I was like, okay, I like this. So leave the airport I'm driving to the hotel I'm worried I'm not going to be there in time to like even go and like sit by the beach for a little bit a hurricane was passing up the coast and so the water was actually really really rough so I knew I wasn't swimming in it that night when I got there but I got to the hotel and I got up to my room and I opened the doors and I was hit with salt water spray in the air and I immediately was just crying and all I could think over and over again was I'm home because I've been trying to explain to people for months that like I belong by the ocean. So I went down to the beach and walked along the beach for a while and was just so grateful and so happy to be there. And it was just, I was so glad that that was what pulled me to come or that I was pulled to come there. So 
I went back into the hotel, went and got some stuff, and then I went down to the little like tiki bar for dinner and like a margarita. And I'm sitting there, these two other couples sit down, one just got engaged, one celebrating their anniversary. I'm sitting there by myself. I texted one of my best friends and I was like, they're all celebrating. Should I be like, and I'm celebrating getting divorced? Because it was about a week out from the divorce being finalized. And eventually the the girl, the lady sitting next to me did ask why I was there. And I shared, you know, and everyone was so nice about it. Like they were so gracious about it. Me and her started talking. She was like, hey, we're going to do uh, mimosas and meditations tomorrow morning at like eight. He, my husband doesn't want to go with me. Do you want to go with me? And I was like, sure. So I ended up spending most of the weekend with B and her husband and making a friend for life, which I told one of my other best friends and she was like, this is your superpower. Like, is anybody really surprised by this? So the next morning I hang out at the beach and the pool with them. And then that night I went and I went shopping that day. And then I went and got like a fancy pedicure at the fancy spa and got myself dinner by myself and went back to my room and had a great night's sleep, woke up, watched sunset, and I got to see the dolphins. We did the mimosas and meditations. I don't think I got in the water again that day. That was going to be my first tattoo day and something I forgot to mention that happened on my plane ride from Traverse City to Chicago is... I was sitting in between two older ladies and they were asking me about my trip and they were like, how do you feel about traveling alone? And I was like, I love it. They're like, well, how do you feel about like going to a hotel like all by yourself? And I was like, I love it. Again, I can sleep in the middle of the bed. It's fantastic. So I spent the day with B and her husband and then I headed off to go get my first session of my tattoo, which ended up being 10 and a half hours over two days. It was a little overzealous. I definitely reached my pain threshold and it hurt a lot more than I thought it was going to, but it was fantastic. And I got to see this, this friend of mine that gave me my first tattoo on my arm 10 years ago. He's done six of my tattoos now. And It was so good to be with him. It felt like a piece of Hawaii was with me as well. Some friends that I had made down the road, they also came and saw me while I was at the tattoo shop that lived by there. When I got back to the hotel that night, B wanted to hang out. I was exhausted. I was like, no, my arm hurts. I don't want to do anything. She eventually um, convinced me to come out. So I ended up spending the evening with her and her husband and these other random people that we started talking to at one of the fire pits. And again, just that sense of like, I get to just be me, not mom, not ex-wife, not wife, not girlfriend, not anything. Like I get to just be me and be here and be my most authentic self. And it it was so freeing. The next day was pretty much the same. I hung out at the beach with them for a little bit before they had to leave. And then I left for my second tattoo session, got back that night went out it was actually raining which was a bummer but I went out once the rain stopped and went and sat by the ocean in the dark and talked to her and said thank you and just feeling so much gratitude but also like oh I really don't want to go back like this is a dream this was amazing like this is me I don't want to go back to life so it was a very short sleep 
that night because I had a very early flight. So I head down to the desk. It's like 4.30 in the morning. And I had spent some of the time on my trip worrying about these two boys back home that I had been chatting with as well as, you know, some unresolved things with um, the move and everything else that was going on with my ex-husband. So it's 4.30 in the morning. I get down to the desk. The lady that's helping me, I look at her name tag and her name is Phoenix. I never met another Leanda when I was Leanda. And here I am. I'm not even officially Phoenix. And I meet a Phoenix. I have my Phoenix necklace on. And I was like, oh my gosh, my name's Phoenix too. Like, this is crazy. And like, we both agree that it was crazy. And it just was this reminder of being in the right place at the right time. So I gave her my necklace. I felt this really strong pull to give her my necklace. So I give her my necklace. You know, I'm like, I will see you again. I will be here again. I will see you again. As I'm leaving, she yells at me like, this is my Instagram handle. Follow me. So I followed her and I walked to the car and I had this parking pass for the weekend. And I was like, I'm taking this home with me and I'm putting it somewhere. So every time I look at it, I can remember how I felt in this moment. And how I felt in that moment was that moment was magical. Meeting B and spending the week with her her was magical. My tattoo, magical. And I'm sitting here and I'm worried about boys? What the fuck? Like, do better, Phoenix. Do better. And take this parking pass and put it on your wall as a reminder of what this trip was to you. And the rest of the day was easy. I made all my flights. I didn't have any misconnections. I got home, spent the morning with a friend, took a nap, and then there ended up being Northern Lights that night. And so it was kind of this really great, like, welcome home. But I felt so ready for what came next, which what came next was three days later, it was my divorce. And then a couple weeks later, it was my birthday. And it just set me up in such an amazing place mentally because it just was such an amazing reminder of who I want to show up at in my life every single day. So I think it's so important for us, whether it's traveling or whatnot to take that time in whatever way serves you the best to really reconnect with that inner voice inside of you to find out like if you're living your life in the way that like you really want to be and I had already decided months ago that every month I would take some kind of solo trip be that you know whatever it was so I got back and a month later I just went a couple hours south of where I live and I went to a rage room which I will talk about in another podcast this weekend I'm heading over to Canada for the weekend to see a friend I have no idea what I'm doing in December or January but there will be at least something that once a month I go away from all of my responsibilities from my apartment from everything and just get to ground in to Phoenix without any noise of life and again I'm going to acknowledge that I have the ability to do that So it doesn't have to be that extravagant. It can be something really simple as like going for a drive and sitting in the forest or going and sitting on the beach by yourself or, you know, whatever it is that you can ground into who you are. But I find so much freedom in doing things by myself now. And it's still coming. It's not perfect. There's still a lot of times I don't want to be by myself. But then I think of Virginia Beach, the parking pass is literally on my wall and I can look up there and I see it. And go, 
oh yeah, magic happened there. Like remember the magic. Remember that that's the life that you're aiming for. That's who you want to be. And then live accordingly to that. So I highly recommend to travel alone. If you're a mom, it doesn't make you a bad mom to want to be away from your children or to take a break from your children or take a a break from your life. I'm going to give you permission for that in case nobody else has. And the same goes if you're married or you're in a relationship, like it's also okay to be away from your partner. So because we need that time to just be us and to reconnect with who we are at our most, our most, it's getting late in the night, can you tell? Our most core level. So I think that's it. That's all my notes said. Sorry, this got a little more lengthy than I meant to. I was also trying to talk slower. So thank you for listening. If this resonated with you and you think somebody else would enjoy it, please pass it along to them. If you could also hit the little download button, that also really helps me out. And every Tuesday, a new episode will drop. So stay tuned for more. And just thank you again for being here, for letting me share what I want to talk about. And I couldn't do this without you. So until next time, please, please, please take care of you and be kind. Bye. Before you go, I just want to talk to you about one more thing that has been a total game changer in my life, and that is CBD. In the midst of the pandemic in 2020, and I was getting ready to also move across country, I found myself more anxious, not sleeping, and just completely miserable. And I finally decided to start taking CBD. And wow, what a game changer it was. If you're interested in CBD, I highly encourage you to look at Nuvita. Nuvita is a woman-owned company based here in Michigan, and part of its proceeds every month go to end human trafficking. There is rigorous testing and quality control, and the product itself is just amazing. So if you suffer with anxiety, with gut issues, with sleep, CBD might be the thing for you. If you want to check it out, head to www.nuvitacbd.com and use promo code LEANDA10 to save.